0: This is Not Skinny But Not Fat, and I'm your host, Amanda, here to bring you the latest in all pop culture news, celebrity gossip, anything happening right now in Hollywood that I just can't keep my mouth shut about. This is Not Skinny But Not Fat. Hey, 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 welcome to another week of the Not Skinny but not fat podcast. I'm here, me, myself, Amanda uh, from Not Skinny But Not Fat on Instagram with my co host, my sister, my sister, Arielle. Arielle. How are you today? I'm so excited to be discussing what we're going to be discussing. Like, okay, so this is what's happening today, you guys. We do have a very special episode for you. I have a really amazing interview coming up, which we'll get to. But first, we had to break down the crazy fucking shit that happened this week vis-a-vis 50 Cent, Randall Emmett, and Lala kent from vpr from vpr which let's be honest this is why we're we're all here that's why we're gathered here today I mean, i'm not really sure what i've done to you but i'll take a pinot grigio so i've actually documented everything on my stories but for those who don't follow me and for those who wrote to me what the fuck i need like a, a deeper explanation of this crazy shit it all started on i think it was friday Two days ago, it was mm -hmm. Friday, when... 50 Cent out of the blue posted a clip from VPR of this season of season seven, where uh, Lala is basically telling Stasi at the nail salon basically how her relationship with Randall started, which was like he seeked her out, asked her to audition for something, asked her if she's an actress, right? Yeah, got one to audition, had sex with him night one, got her a Range Rover the next day, and you know, as you guys all know, Lala she was very open about it, you know, a gazillion times, and also in this specific clip and said yeah like gave him a blowy on the pj bj for a pj whatever the fuck you know something about playing with his asshole something about yeah like real uh, graphic graphic. real graphic sexual things and she would say like i went in as tiffany to the hotel room and did whatever i could do to get the role right but basically the gist of the clip is kind of saying like i'm with (laughs) him for the money." I'm with him for the money, but not. That's the undertone, and also he used his kind of power to get her because he was like, "Are you an actress? Want a role?" And then they had sex and like connected or whatever. Right. He did get her a role though, by the way, with. What's the name? The Row. Oh, now uh, Al Pacino. Yeah. Right. But her first movie, The Row, I think he also got her, which I'm not at that part so. of catching up at VPR, but that also happened. Uh, so basically, 50 posts this out of the blue. You don't know if it's like kind of a joke, if it's like, oh, because um, he's really good friends with Randall, and Randall actually produced Power, which yes. he's in. The response. Oh, and the caption to that was set. Ten seconds left in the fourth quarter. Hoser winning. Do you want a Range Rover? Yes, bitch. Yes. Then just run out and suck a dick. LOL. Shaking my head. Now comments to this were like, "What the fuck is going on?" Fifty, and he was just like, uh, and people were like, Are, "Aren't isn't Randall your boy?" And he's like, "Yeah, but he's a sucker. But he's a sucker." Yeah. So at that point, you were like, "Okay, he hates Lala." Yeah. Right, because he's saying like, "Yeah, he's my boy, but he's a sucker." Then Lala responds in a story, which she very quickly deletes, but I put it up on my story and it probably was circling on Instagram where, what did she say? The reason, I think, I'll tell you what she said. The reason 50 got mad was because in that story, Lala said, we went out to dinners and we helped you through tough times and even you. Like she said something about like the way 50 was or is, and then 50 got mad at that because he knew Randall told her to say that. Then he was like... No, and she also... No, baby, you're missing a part. She said something about the Me Too movement. Right. That, which I still don't get how it's connected. I kind of get how it's connected, I'll say vis-a-vis again, word of the day, vis-a-vis Randall because he's kind of Harvey Weinstein too with less power, but... I don't get why she was saying that she won't let 50 kind of like turn the Me Too movement against her. So could but the be f- Me Too movement is all about people speaking up and coming out about, you know, how men have used their power to take advantage of women. So I don't get why she's so, saying that. Right. And she also like willingly admits the fact that she does. Oh, wait, I get a it PJ now. To a peak for right, a PJ. But she's basically saying, don't me too me me movement me Me too too movement me were like i'm just being honest we had sex and like also i got a role in a in a a range rover i don't i don't really get it so probably for various reasons she deleted it and um since then 50 has just been blowing up his instagram let me just be honest and just say that i haven't followed him till this like (laughs) started going down So then he starts posting text messages with 50 Cent, I mean, between uh, Randall and 50 Cent, where Randall's like, I'm sorry, I'm really sorry, and it's kind of funny, he's calling him Fufty, like F-O-F-T-Y and not 50. What is the deal with that? Like, why is it, but also Randall's name is spelled wrong in his phone, it's Randall. It's E-L-L. So, like, they're both can't spell. I don't get it. Basically, 50 puts up a text message exchange between Randall and him when Randall is saying he's so sorry. uh, Just stop. Like, I'm going to the ER. I'm having a heart attack. And then we find out for the first time in this text exchange that it's all about Randall owing him money. Money. A million dollars over six years. Yeah, so I think, so at this point, you're like, wait, he's mad because Randall's been shelling out all this money on Lala with PJs for BJs, and... Not paying. not paying him back which is like weird but you're kind of getting this did you tell her you owed me a million dollars over six years keep playing with me get your fucking head cracked in front of everybody see like the thing is <laughs> 50's fucking scary I would never want to mess with 50 I don't know the man like you said has like 100 lives can get people to go and do things like don't mess with 50, 50. Like, I mean the thing is like on one hand I did I wrote that like who wants to mess with him he has like a gazillion bullet holes and like a million lives but at the same time He's doing this like petty shit over Instagram. I know back in the day, people used to shoot each other on the streets. This is like, let me post Instagram. It's like petty shit. I know, but he's not stopping. Like and also, where'd he get this picture of Emmett like hooked up so to a machine? His name is Randall. Are we you going by last oh name? Ariel decides his name is Emmett. She's like, Emmett, put up this picture. His name is Randall Emmett. So, so that text message comes, and then another text message comes where you just understand it's about money and then a and a, a third post comes uh, money by monday randall he's like making memes about he's it he's making memes I don't or someone get it. made a meme but basically 50 is saying if randall doesn't pay him by monday shit's going to fucking go down oh my god oh no and you know what's so mean is like this selfie from the money by monday is when they were in a film festival for a movie they did together, Gotti or something. Okay. And Randall took this selfie. You know what I mean? Randall took this selfie and he wrote the caption for this meme, Money by Monday Randall, says, look at this fucking fool taking selfies. You better get me my money, fool. No, and then also he wrote in the next one, like, there's no difference between Harvey Weinstein and Randall Emmett. Now I feel like So that post he puts up Lala's response which which he had deleted, but like I said, it was circling the internet. Right. So then he says there's no difference between Harvey Weinstein and Randall Emmett. This is reality, not reality TV. Bravo bitch. And tags bravo. Continues, you guys, to another meme of someone like holding their heart and gonna have a heart attack. And it says, "Randall, uh, Colton, I'm sorry, Fufty, because he keeps on calling him Fufty. Going to ER to make sure not having a heart attack. Please, Fufty, no more. See, you should have gave me my money. What the fuck is going on? LOL. And now my name is Fufty. LOL." My, meanwhile, let me just tell you, James Kennedy obviously fucking commented. Um, I don't know what's happening between him and but he seems like Lala this season, but he's like laughing about in this. In part of this, yeah. I actually saw Kristen liked it, which is it's weird because so Kristen had just sent Lala flowers for her like six months sobriety. Yeah. I can't deal. VPR fucking takes over your life. The next post of Fufty is a picture of Randall actually taking a stress test, which is a picture I was actually told it's from a while ago. Oh, it's like from it's on a while on, ago? It's on Randall's feed from a while ago. Oh, oh, oh. And he put this up, 50, you're not going to die before Monday, Randall. Go ahead, knock yourself out, LOL. Oh, my God. And then he wrote another uh, caption underneath, oh, shit, Fufty is ruthless. Now I just want my money. Oh, my God, you guys. And this is not the end. Oh, my God, the last thing. The last thing. <laughs> Basically someone, I don't know if this person is a genius or an a-hole, updated Randall Emmett's Wikipedia (laughs) to after this whole thing about him saying... He owes 50 cent, a.k.a. 50, a million by Monday, or else. He faked a heart attack to get out of this thus far. You know what I feel, I feel oh like feeling 50 God. went to change Randall's Wikipedia? But, like, what the fuck is going on? Like, if this is all about money, then why did he bring Lala into it? You know what I mean? Then why is he, like, I, if this is all about money, then, like, there are other ways to sell it. it. I, think I think for the it. reason you said, the reason is that he feels like Lala is taking advantage of Randall. A, but, and he's But why buying would he care if he does hates him? He, because he's buying her, like, he saw that clip on VPR, was like, look at this bitch taking advantage of Randall. And then he's buying her all this stuff, and he owes him a million dollars that he's probably not giving him back while buying, like, Lala. But I probably, thought he has mad money. Oh, he does have mad money. And you know what else I'm seeing in the comments? I'm seeing in the comments that people are saying that, like all the girls kind of on VPR are befriending her randomly this season or, like, getting closer with her in season because they want to get on the PJ. You know? That makes sense. That kind of makes sense because in the first season, they fucking hated her out of the get-go. So either they just became nice overnight and all of a sudden it's Dossie and everyone wants to be friends with her, or they're like, why not, you know, you want to rub her the right way because she has, like, connections now. Right. Well, I just feel like to just, like – recap this I feel like that her image on the show and like the things that she says and I know like it's great to have no filter and say what's really on your mind but it does kind of look like she's with him not for love you know what I mean mean, she makes it really hard to argue otherwise just because of everything she's been so open about on the show which is like you know from the first season saying like wait you're a pretty girl in LA and you've never been on a private jet or talking about money to the extent that she does and basically you know, unlike, let's say, Stasi, which we've talked about before, she dates, like, freaking <laughs> <Poor> homeless <dudes. laughs> people. Like, and, you know, the other girls on the show her, who were all dating these guys as bartenders and who right. have no money. Mm-hmm. She was really the only one very much putting out there that she, you know, was, was with dudes for money. And even James Kennedy said on one of the last episodes I watched, which was kind of like a moment... That he seemed like honest was sort of like I probably would have been able to date Lala if I wasn't like a broke barback. Like, right. like I know it. If I had mad money and I was a gazillionaire DJ, she probably probably would have dated me. But that's but that's kind of sad. So, so that's sad. But it doesn't have to do with Randall owing fucking fifty cent a million dollars unless this is all for some huge publicity shit. Which is what I'm thinking. Like, why else would you do it this way on Instagram? I don't know. It like, seems like a Kanye West kind of rant to me. This, like, resembles Kanye West. Twitter oh, so I was just told by someone, my producer actually told me, is like, did you hear about the Floyd Mayweather and 50 Cent thing? And apparently this isn't the first time 50 Cent is coming for people. No. He did this with, like, Floyd Mayweather and basically – came out on instagram or social media and was like if floyd could read a page of harry potter out loud and post it i'll like donate a million dollars to any charity and basically was saying that the guy can't read right uh, the best wrestler in the world or the best fighter whatever he is fighter i think fighter he's a wrestler wrestler i think he's a wrestler boxer We should have probably known. Back deck. Well, I know Conor McGregor. I know that's the most important. I'm like always. No, Floyd is the most important one. Is he still like in the biz? He's dead. Where is he? God, erase this. okay you guys listen it was really really important for us to kind of recap everything that went down I'm terrified for Monday um by the time this comes out it'll be Tuesday we'll know what happened to Randall Emmett or like Ariel calls him (laughs) Emmett just Emmett (laughs) just Emmett um we'll find out if this was all for like I don't know the season finale of Vanderpump. we'll find out if it was um I don't know if it was for his fucking cognac brand. If for it was for, cognac. I don't know if it because he keeps hashtagging. I know his fucking he like, promotes himself with that. Or it. if it was for uh, Randall Emmett getting more followers because he went up by like thirty thousand followers. Just like the Jordan Woods. I, thing. I don't fucking know. But this is insane. There are memes. You know, people are capitalizing on it, making shirts. I'm sorry, Fufty. It's like fucking insane. Where I'm just saying, if this is real, like I am scared for him. Like he should run and hide. He should run and hide. Move to a different country. Move to a different country. You really should never fuck with fifty. Don't owe him money. Like I don't know what you were thinking. Also, like, like, don't you have money? That's the thing you always don't. You never know. People that look like they have the most money might be in fucking debt and like not have money. Yeah, like that. um, That documentary. About the fire festival. That guy was shelling out oh, millions true. of money. True, 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 true. no true. money. True, 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 true. I don't know how we got there, but like, same. Yeah. So, anyway, you guys, we'll keep on updating you on the reg rag via my Instagram, not skinny but not fat. And maybe next week on the podcast, we'll, you know, Find out some more shit. (laughs) Know what happened to Randall on Monday. Um, Now we're going to head on over to my interview with NT Lawyer. Um, You guys might know him from his crazy website, Crazy Days and Nights, which for about 12 years he's been just spilling the tea before there was the freaking catchphrase spilling the tea and filling out celebrity gossip before anyone knew it. Tabloids, news outlets, he knows it first this guy he has an Instagram he has a Twitter and he's still revealing blinds and just crazy gossip and news from the celebrity world Uh, like I said before anyone knows it so I got to talk to him and kind of find out more about him more about crazy gossip that I didn't even know even I didn't know (laughs) so I hope you guys enjoy this and uh, thank you for listening Have today a different uh, co-host or guest, uh, not uh, Sissiger Ariel, but Enti. Enti lawyer is with me.
1: Hi, how are you?
0: I'm good. How are you? I'm
1: doing very well. Thank you for having me.
0: Thank you for coming on. I, you know, I'm pretty sure we have a lot of the same people are following both of us just because we both. You know, talk about celebrities for a living and for fun. And that's basically our lives, right? Am I wrong?
1: You are not wrong. I mean, this (laughs) this is, this is, this is how it goes.
0: This is how it goes. So I know you started from your website, just for people who may not know, just tell me a little bit. I know we like to talk about celebrities and not necessarily um, ourselves, but tell me a little bit about, you know, who you are, how you started, um, and how you became just like the freaking king of like, Hollywood gossip before anyone fucking knows shit. You know it.
1: You know, it's all started about 12 and a half years ago. And I was bored at work. And I had just read one of my friends had a a blog. And her name's Corey Kennedy. And she was kind of the, I guess, at the time, like an it girl who was involved with Cobra Snake. um, So like Steve Aoki and all that. And so I was reading hers and I go, oh, that's interesting story. She's talking about what happened, you know, the day before, the night before or whatever club she was at. And I said, well, you know, I've got some stories. And so I wrote a story and I wrote two stories. And then it kind of, um, after a couple of weeks, I wrote a blind item called MV and which became, it kind of took off. And I've never kind of looked back since then.
0: Wait, what was MV?
1: That was the, the Jennifer Lopez lip syncing one, which kind of blew everybody's mind at the time. And it was called, mm-hmm. it was called MV after Millie Vanilli. And you know, I, that, that, it just brought tons of people. There's people who were reading it who sent it over to, oh, no, they didn't. And it just, you know, it linked. And then it just kind of took off from there. And it's never kind of slowed down since.
0: Wait, so you're the one to kind of be the first to say she was lip syncing? Where where was she lip syncing? What where, where did that happen?
1: Oh, I mean, she lip synced entire. The, the story goes that uh, there was a, a person who came to me. At the time who wanted, had wanted not royalties, but she was owed some money. And she had basically been the voice for the the first, I think at that time, the first two albums for Jennifer Lopez.
0: Oh, wait, she has a different voice. Wait, 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 wait. I thought you meant lip syncing like her voice was in the backdrop of her concerts.
1: Yeah. So no, this person did do the recordings for the concerts too. Um, oh my God. Yeah. So, the, so that kind of... Uh, But at the time it was a big deal, but at this nowadays, it's not a big deal because everybody does that. Everybody, everyone does it. Every, not, not just, you know, people think, okay, I'm going to go to a concert. If I go see Britney Spears, I know it's going to be lip synced and everybody kind of accepts the fact that, okay, if you see Britney, you know, she's not actually singing and that's fine. Back in the day that wouldn't have been fine. But also nowadays, if there's a high note, a lot of these people, even with auto tune can't reach that high note. So they bring in somebody um, like, uh, was it Julia Michaels or whatever, she, she will come in and she would sing a high note for, say, Selena Gomez. Mm. And, and people go, they just assume it's Selena Gomez and it isn't because technology is to the point now where you can just have somebody come in and do one line and they can put that in there and nobody can really tell the difference of who it is. But back when this happened... You know, it was a, it was a pretty big deal. So
0: not that it affected her career. Right. I mean, no,
1: I mean, it, it didn't affect her career. And it's not. Yeah. A, it, and if you go back further than that, Millie Vanilli, when people found out, oh, my gosh, they didn't actually record any of their records. It was basically shut them down and their entire career went to hell.
0: And same with, I know this is, <laughs> it's more recent, but it's still kind of old. If you remember Ashley Simpson and the SNL yeah. uh, lip syncing thing. So that was, I mean, that somehow destroyed her career. I mean, now she's kind of coming back, but then I was a fan. Okay. Cause I was in high school and thought I was like her, like a little bit like of a freak, like black hair, like, you know, kind of emo. So I was super into her and I remember that was devastating and somehow people didn't forgive her for that shit. So I guess some people get away with it. And some people don't.
1: Well, one of the things that Saturday Night Live has always been, and this is why a lot of people, even though it's the premier get for a band or whatever, is Saturday Night Live has never really allowed lip syncing. So they've always been, this is what you got. You sing or you don't. And it sounds good or it doesn't. And she kind of broke one of the rules by lip syncing on Saturday Night Live. Oh. And, you know, so. I I mean, she had acid
0: reflux, okay? She
1: did. Just like Misha Barton had a wisdom tooth that needed to be pulled out, which is why there was a 5150 hold.
0: <laughs> wait, so what's the wait? Tell me more about that. What's that reference? No. Uh, so, yeah, because so see, you go way back. You get like I, um, Misha Barton, like when the OC was on, I don't think I was even like watching the OC. Like I knew of Misha Barton.
1: No, this is way after. This is way
0: after. Oh, after. Okay.
1: Yeah, this is way after. This is maybe like five years ago or something like that. So Misha, who also got her sister hooked on drugs.
0: Oh, by the way, let me just say that I know that too, because her sister is kind of my age and I mean, she's exactly my age actually. And I won't say her name because um, I'll be respectful, but, um, and one of her best friends went to my high school and she was her best, like Misha Barnes sister's. Best friend, went to my high school, was in my group. People were trying drugs at the time, but you could kind of tell that they were more into that. Yeah. So I definitely kind of know that for for a fact. Okay, so Misha Barton got her sister.
1: Hooked on drugs, yeah. And then I think her sister, I don't remember because it's been a few years, but I think her sister overdosed. Oh, no. And so, you know, it lived. But, I mean, I I think that was how everybody kind of found out or her sister went to rehab because of it. And everybody said and then everybody came out that, you know, Misha had uh, got her sister on drugs. And then Misha, you know, she she ended up having a, a 5150 hold where you are held involuntarily. And she said it was bad reaction to medication that she had when she got her wisdom teeth pulled. And everybody's like, oh, that's just a bunch of crap. So.
0: <laughs> well, she's making a comeback, though. Yeah, it, it, well, you know, she's going to be on the hills. the
1: Hills reboot, which is so awful that they're having to shoot the entire thing again.
0: Shush. I didn't know that. I did not know that. So, I mean, the thing is, I, I was talking about this on, like, a few podcasts ago, I think. Just talking about, like, different celebrities and different reality stars. As you probably know, I'm, like, obsessed with reality TV. So, obviously, I'm, I'm not a hater. I'm a lover. But when it comes to certain characters that just don't have that judge and just don't have that charisma to be on any kind of TV, whether it's reality or, like, you know, you're acting in a movie or in a show. And the Hill star is, like, I'm sure Audrina is a fine person. Sure, Whitney is, like you know, a little cool mom or whatever. But, like, wh- no one there, aside from maybe Spencer and Heidi, who are, like, cuckoos, <laughs> no one's, like, that interesting. You know what I mean? So I'm not surprised. Not that Lauren Conrad is, like, a fucking riot. But I guess she, I don't know how they carried that show when no one, I mean, Kristen Cavallari, I guess, was, like, kind of pulling it together when she went
1: on. Yeah, well, I mean, it, I mean, it was definitely one of the most scripted reality shows of all time.
0: Yeah, I mean, do you remember how it ended? My heart broke.
1: <laughs> and none of that was real.
0: They, sh- they sh- <laughs> None of it was real. They fucking pulled the Hollywood sign from the back, and it was just like, what? Even though we kind of knew. So I really wonder, you know, what this is going to look like. And Misha Barton, like, the fuck? Like that's making it even weirder.
1: Well, about a month ago, no, maybe even two months ago. So uh, when they originally finished filming, I got, you know, at the end when they say, oh, what's everybody up to kind of thing. Um, So I got the, the, the card that said what everybody was up to and i posted it or talked about it and it was the most boring stuff in the entire world it was was like (laughs) oh so-and-so continues to and it was just okay this is this is ridiculous and then it turns out about three weeks ago maybe it started finally leaking out that the first that it was just completely boring nobody was going to watch it so then they started reshooting and i think that they wanted misha to to go all in and be an evil kind of person, maybe uh, reminiscent of like the OC or something and just kind of stir oh, things God. up just to try and make it interesting because it is, I mean, there's nobody on there that has any kind of personality. They're just kind of vanilla. And
0: they're so exactly like, amen,
1: you know, and if you don't have somebody scripting it, it it's just, it's, it's going to be boring. It's not something like Jersey shore where everybody has their own personality and, you know, there, there's not really anything boring about it. They they can find enough stuff. Uh, they can find enough And I think stuff. part of the problem was when they originally cast, you know, for, uh, what was it, Laguna Beach or whatever it was called, you know, th- th- they were so young and then, you know, they were kind of malleable and, and they said, okay, well, this is how we want it to go. And there was these storylines that were established that they carried over into the hills and they were just willing to kind of act rather than, than be. You know, if you if you look back at the real world or something like that, I mean, they they really cast. They really tried to find they're the first people that said, "Okay, we need a villain. We need this person. We need the person who the guy will sleep with anybody. We need, you know, this. We need this. We need this character and this character and this character. And they kind of set the, the tone for every single reality show that's that's ever come since.
0: The real world. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I used to watch. They don't do that anymore, right? They just do the challenge. Like, the challenge never ends. (laughs) The
1: the challenge never ends.
0: (laughs) Oh, my God. Do you know that I used to watch it, though? I used to actually watch it. Like, there was CT and, like, uh, I mean, he's the only one that's, like, popping into my head right now. But I used to watch it. And I actually recently found out that Southern Charm, so um, the show on Bravo, I don't know. Do you watch Bravo shows?
1: I do. I watch Southern Charm.
0: Oh, you do. So Cameron was on the real world of San Diego. And I was like, that's why she looks familiar yes. and gorgeous. But that's the thing. When someone's so pretty, I I, might mind. I'm like, oh, I know her from somewhere. Or is she just pretty? So I think she's like, you know, an, an actress or something.
1: Yeah. I mean, they, there have been actresses that, that have, you know, come from from that. So,
0: yeah. No, I love the real world. I thought it was so cool. I wonder why they kept the challenge going and not. And not um, the real world. But so tell me about Bravo shows, which are your fave, which do you watch?
1: Here's the thing. So I watch, I watch Southern Charm. Any Bravo show, I wait till the, almost the end of the season. I will generally binge watch when there's about two or three episodes left in the season. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'll I'll try and bang it out over a weekend or something. Uh, Okay. And so I'll catch the last two episodes and then however many reunions there are southern charm is is a, is a really good one i think that there's a lot of gossip that comes from that i think there's a lot of drama so i watched that
0: you know what i heard though you know what i heard so so i heard a lot about chap because i haven't watched yet but i was told by everyone there who did watch they said start from the second season um so but you yeah for some reason people weren't like they love the show they're obsessed but they're, they're like you can just start from the second season
1: well after the first season there was a question after the first season whether or not it would get renewed. The second season is great. The first, there's nothing wrong with the first season. It's, it's it's a dramatically different kind of thing. You know, Catherine goes full on crazy. I think in the second season, which is kind of nice to to watch. I mean, there there's. Do you watch it?
0: I will. I will. As you um, may know, I am deep trying to freaking catch up on seven seasons of VPR. So I'm committing my time to that (laughs) right now. And the thing is, like you said, you're banging things out in a weekend. I've been trying to bang out VPR since January. Well, you, you get busy. Yeah, you get busy, but each season has 25 episodes yes. that are an hour long Yes, and then three reunions and then a secrets revealed. Okay. And like, give me more, like, I don't want to finish this show ever, but it's still, it's not like, let's bang these like 10 episodes out, you know, there's like 25 per a season, but I'm, I'm enjoying it. It's become like such a big part of my life. And like, <laughs> So, do you watch VPR?
1: Uh, you know, I try not to um, because it is, is so end all be all. I mean, you can just get insistent and so, yeah, sucked into into it, it. You know, yeah. and you know, I try to catch up because I had uh, um, Peter on the show not too long ago, and so I tried to so I tried to catch up a little bit and just so I could hammer him on some questions. Um, you know, I stay away. I watch Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. I watch New York. I watch. Um, but I try and stay away from talking about like Beverly Hills or Vanderpump Rules because I, I tend to know more people and all in Beverly Hills and Vanderpump Rules and you run into them. And I'm always afraid that I'm going to say something that wasn't on a show or I'm going to spoil something.
0: Really? But you, but you say so much about like A-listers. So like, how do you, so why are you caring
1: about reality stars as much? Just because I interact with them more.
0: Oh, I see. It's like, you won't run into Angelina Jolie, but you might run into like Peter Madrigal or something.
1: Right. And it's not that I wouldn't run into Angelina Jolie, but I'm just not probably having... (laughs) Dinner with her, or getting drunk near her, or something.
0: I like that. see, I see. So, so
1: I try okay. and be uh, uh, very careful about uh, the the locals. Now, I don't have that problem with say Shaw's of Sunset, even though they're local. I just. That doesn't ever seem to to be an issue or...
0: I mean, there is... I mean, I I completely understand. There is a line like, you know, I was, for example. I didn't... I actually surprisingly, regarding VPR, put up a lot of stuff about the show. And I'll say like, oh my God, Jax did this or oh my God, this and that. But usually like, I don't really hate anyone on the show or I don't really like um, come for one person and say, oh, Sheena's the worst or... Because I'm, I'm, I'm watching the show as if it's, like, a scripted television show. Like, I'm enjoying it. I like the characters. I like the drama. I'm waiting for shit to happen. So I'm not, like, hating on people that are, you know, trouble stirrers or, and stuff like that. And people do, right? You'll see, like, people telling me, like, oh, like, how don't you hate Sheena? Or, like, blah, blah, blah is the worst. But I do say some stuff. So I did, like for example, say something about Lala's, like uh, Botox filler, whatever. She's she's very overly done. <laughs> and then I happened to meet she her. She's completely
1: overdone, <laughs> and I do talk yes. about her relationship, and I do talk about Jax's relationship.
0: Right, wait, wait, did you see today what Fifty Cent put up? So Fifty Cent put up a video of lala talking about how she had sex with um randall the first night they um uh, went out and she got a freaking uh, range rover the next day and all this and all that right um not that she hasn't spoken like that before but this was a clip where she's like telling Sassy, like when we met we went out the next day got a range rover blowy blowy pj pj whatever okay 50 post this 50 cent who happens to be good friends with Randall I've learned now. So he posts this and writes in, um, uh, in the caption, which is interesting because it's kind of hard for me to like completely understand what he's trying to say. Um, but he did write 10 seconds left in the fourth quarter hose are winning. Do you want a Range Rover? Yes, bitch. Yes. Then just run out and suck a dick. LOL. Shaking my head.
1: but you know it's lala i mean i don't think she's ever been shy about the fact that she's a sugar baby and that she was you know she will say that she didn't have sex with these guys even though she's taking all these trips which is just a bunch of crap
0: i mean you don't want anyone else to say it you know what i mean like i'm sure she ain't happy with this
1: well no i mean i think that she's kind of implied that in the fact that you know she has been taken care of by guys and I don't think that it's a stretch to know that, hey, yeah, you know, I had sex with Randall. I blew him and he gave me a Range Rover. I'm kinda used to that.
0: Yeah. I mean, good like on one hand, I'm like, good for her for being kind of honest about it. But on the other hand, it's like, so now I see in the comments, 50 is saying that Randall's a sucker because people are asking him, Aren't you friends with him? Like, isn't he your producer? And he said, Yeah, he's a sucker. Um He is a sucker come to my hotel and act like you really want the role, then suck a dick. I don't know. This is kind of, I I feel bad because, you know, like you said, when you meet the people, you're like, they're people. And like, that's why I even felt bad. So I'm not saying harsh shit, right? The worst I've said about Lala in my stories is that she was so beautiful um, in the first seasons. And I really don't think... You know, you live in California. I live in New York. You probably see a lot more in Hollywood. You know, those those freaking Botox and filled faces. Like, I don't see it as much here. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. in New York, it's kind of different. In LA, I'm sure, like, everyone kind of... <laughs> everyone's doing it from, like, 23 years old. But I just think she's a pretty girl, and she doesn't have to do that. And that's the worst I said. But then when I met her, I, I immediately was like, she's a person. I feel bad that I even you know, put her, you know, face up and like talked about it. Um, But I was honest and I told her in real life, I was like, Lolly, your lips look so much better in real life. (laughs) Like on Instagram, they kind of look more blown up and less proportionate than they do. So I felt good that I at least was like kind of honest.
1: You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. It's not that I even have a problem of them. It's kind of complicated. It's not that I have a problem with them knowing that I'll talk smack because I will talk about Lala and I will talk about her relationship with Randall. And I will say that Randall's a sucker and that if Randall didn't have any money or he lost all his money, Lala would be gone the next day. Yeah. So, you know, so I don't have a problem with that. I don't have a problem talking about Jax's, you know, relationship with Brittany. My, my thing is that I'm just careful about some of the things because of some of the people that I will run into and some of the people that I have known for a long time. And it's more of a personal Not safety, but just not being outed. And there's some people, you know, that on Beverly Hills that I've known for a very long time. So I'm just very careful about what I say on some of the people from Mm -hmm. Beverly Hills. And so some of that carries over into Vanderpump because there's a little crossover with Lisa going to both. And I have a long history with Lisa. And I just, you know, so I'm just really careful about where I go. On those. I see what
0: you're saying. Okay. And then real Houseways of New York. Are you comfortable talking about? <laughs> is there any, is there any good juice there?
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I'm always happy to talk about, you know, New York. I, I think that.
0: Which has kind of been a snooze fest this season. Like I love them. And like you said before about the Hills, like. And the opposite of that, like in, in New York, everyone's kind of a character. So like they can be doing nothing and it's interesting, but at the same time, I feel like, I don't know if you've watched like the first few episodes of this season, but it's feeling like it's not really going anywhere.
1: No, you know, I haven't watched it, but I know enough about this season. I mean, last season I thought, I thought, and I've talked about this a lot. I thought that it was really forced last season. Mm -hmm. And I thought that the whole Bethany drama with Carol was just kind of, it was forced and, and, I th- they wanted her out of the show, and this was the way that they were going to kind of make it happen, or look like okay, this is the way we can get rid of her. Mm. I thought that Andy, you know, he is so far up Bethany's ass that it's it's not even funny, and that
0: you think you think why why do you think that?
1: I mean, he will take her side on anything on anything. Uh, he never calls her out for anything. He is willing to give her any kind of spinoff that she wants. Oh wow, uh, you know and. This season, it was kind of, what I've heard is that Bethany kind of takes a step back and because... She
0: does. You're right. I even noticed yesterday I was watching the episode and I was like, wait, Bethany's not even here yet. And she got to like, you know, the spa day that they did like kind of late. And I was like, that's weird. I kind of didn't even notice it because like it's kind of been like that since the beginning of the season. But... Um, it's funny because the day that I was at Bravo, you know, one of the things that, you know, people kept on bringing up that it seems like in the franchise of the Housewives, there are a few people that are untouchables like Bethany. Another one was Lisa. I'm not sure that's actually true. Um, but- of course
1: it's true. Uh, here's the thing. Just because she's not on – think about the Bravo lineup. What have you been committing yourself to all year? Freaking! You know, you've been committing <laughs> – Vanderpump Rules. Oh, and who owns that show? Yeah. You know, you know Lisa. Okay? So, do you think that Bravo would endanger any kind of relationship with Lisa Vanderpump?
0: Right? Okay, no. but how does Bethany then, you know, what, what would you say about Bethany, just that she gives, like, the most interesting...
1: I just think that she and Andy have a long relationship that goes back many, 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 many years, mm-hmm. and she is allowed to, to do whatever she wants, and you know, if they want – and the reason I think that she stepped back this year is not almost that she stepped back, but the fact that she was just so front and center last season. It was just, okay, my job this season is just to pick a fight with every single person, even though the fights never made sense. And everybody, everybody's like – why are you guys fighting again? Remember every single episode it's why are you why fighting? Why are you fighting? Yeah. Are you fighting? And, and there was never a resolution to why anybody was fighting. But you
0: know what? Auntie I'm such a sucker. Like the minute Bethany starts crying and like hyperventilating, I super relate and I like believe it. Do you know what I mean? Like if
1: yeah. she- <laughs> Well she's a good actress. She was an actress. <laughs> <laughs> she she was she she acted. I mean, sh- that's how she started, right? She was an actress.
0: That's how she started. I mean, it's crazy to think about because I remember the first season of, of New York, which like it's funny to think like how she was even a housewife when she barely had money to like pay rent and had this like shitty you know apartment on the Upper East Side and Jill Zarin and like I love that. I love the beginning of uh, of New York.
1: No, I think that Kelly and Bethany. I mean that that was you know they should bring Kelly back. But if you think about the, you know, the origins of Housewives, it's, you know, it it stems from the show, The O.C. And so then, okay, so we have O.C. and then we had Laguna Beach and all that. So let's talk about the real Housewives of Orange County, not the fictional ones that we see on The O.C. Right. So then you bring them in. And if you go back and watch that first season, it's not about being rich. It's not about anything. Everybody, they, there was no interaction in that first season of um, The Real Housewives of Orange County. They each had their own individual things and nobody ever brought them oh. together. It was, it was more of a docudrama kind of thing than any kind of reality show. I see. Yeah. And if you I have go, to go back. You should go back and watch the first season and see how Real Housewives is just totally transformed. And, it, you know, the, the reunion show, I think that, you know, it was by a pool and they're all just wearing normal clothes And it's, you know, it's not the, you know, the the New Jersey mob wives kind of, you know, dressing, you know, the gowns that you see now kind of thing or everybody dressed up. And it was a completely different kind of format. And it's, you don't, it somehow decided, okay, well, now we need to be rich, you know, but there was never, even the first season, Joe wasn't a housewife. So she was just a girlfriend. So it hasn't always been. You know, a housewife kind of thing, and I think they just find interesting people. But like you said, Bethany, obviously, okay, why is she here? Because she's a friend of Andy. She's a friend. What do you think
0: about Andy? Uh, Next question. You know,
1: <laughs> no, no, it's you know, I do not personally think that he's a very nice guy. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. that's the, you know, and and people can have their own opinions because he 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 pretends to be Mister Nice right. Guy on TV. But behind the scenes, he's not a nice guy. He generally is is backstabbing. Really? There was a lot of drama, you know, about uh, when Ryan Seacrest got the, the Kelly Ripick gig. I think Andy was really, really pissed about that. Really? And that he wanted that.
0: Was he up for it? Or
1: Yeah. And I think that he, you know, I don't think the way that he necessarily you know, treated Kathy Griffin was all that great.
0: Wait, let me tell you what I think. I think I've always noticed at reunions of any show, whether it be the housewives or Vanderpump, like you could tell who he favorites, right? Like you could tell like he'll roll his eyes, like legit roll his eyes at like Stassi, Um, And Kristen, he won't even say hi to Kristen, okay? Like, there was a freaking reunion where he was like, hi, so-and-so, hi, so-and-so. He forgot Kristen. Kristen was like, "Um, hi, Andy. (laughs) Like, you can tell who he likes and doesn't like. And I would always think, like, I would want Andy to like me, like, if I was a housewife or if I was, you know, on, on a cast. I wouldn't want... Andy to fucking forget saying hi to me. So the day I went to Bravo, we got to go to watch what happens live at night. And um, I was mostly excited that Ariana and Lala were going to be guests. Like I wasn't in my head, like fangirling over Andy as much, but obviously it would be nice to meet him. So I could tell, and basically they brought all these like Bravo kind of influencers to this day. And you know you could tell that when he was brought out to meet us it was so going through the motions for him and I, I could just see it. You know what I mean? That it was like a fake half smile that he was like, okay, ugh, like, you know, let's get through this. Let's get through this. So I come up and I'm like, hey, picture, you know, <laughs> which I feel stupid doing anyway. Um, and he just did this like half smile and it came out and I was trying to be cute and friendly because I had been cute and friendly all day trying to network, you know. So I'm like... Mm-hmm. So, like, do you think it's cute? And he's, like, just looked at me like I was a peasant. Like, that's what I felt like at that moment. And he was, like, I don't know, like, whatever you think. Just, like, and I'm, like, well, you look good. I, like, kept sucking his ass, which, like, I'm kind of mad at myself. I was, like, well, you look good. Like, I don't know about me or something. And he's, like, uh. So I felt dumb after that minute. And then when we got to the studio and they had to rile us up for, you know, um, clapping for the guests that we're gonna enter, he was he was being, you know, on. Like when he was on, he was on. Do you know what I mean? And it kind of felt like, wait, so you know, you you couldn't give us 10 minutes of like, hey guys, thank you for all being such ambassadors of this fucking channel that I'm, you know, basically marionetting or whatever. I kind of realized that day that he does kind of like a lot. So it was kind of such a shift for me to be like, so who are you fucking Andy? Like, can you be nicer? It was kind of disappointing.
1: I have in my gossip kind of things. I mean, there's people that uh, guys who've had encounters with him or sexual encounters and, you know, he wasn't very nice to them. And, you know, he does think that he's, here's how you can kind of tell. Think about, how much he kisses like Sarah Jessica Parker's ass. Right. And then think about how nice he was to you, which is the polar opposite. He, he came from being like a production assistant at CBS news or something like that. Right. And, and I I think he has, he's, you know, he's got this chip and if you can't help him, then he's not going to help you. Mm. And that is a thing about celebrities. It's, it's, you will see why he still kind of kisses Anderson Cooper's ass. Now, this is not to just because I don't personally like him and I don't think that he's a very nice person. does Not take away from the fact that the guy has like 13 jobs and that he works extremely hard at what he does. And he has created a brand for himself. Now, was that brand because he was super thirsty? Yeah. I mean, to to take a, a he got the taste of being in front of the camera when they started doing the reunions way back with the O.C., And I think he just loved that so much. And that's how, you know, Watch What Happens Live came about. Mm -hmm. And he used to, when uh, the reunions, even before Watch What Happens Live, he would ask direct questions. He would ask questions that I always want reporters to ask. That one of the reasons I like Wendy Williams is because she will ask a tough question. And Andy would ask those. And those have kind of gone by the wayside as he has become more enamored of celebrity And a celebrity liking him is more important than than asking a question. But what he can do is these reality stars or these housewives—they are—he considers them beneath him. Correct. And so he will continue asking them tough questions. But if you ever hear his show, like on Radio Andy or something, if there's any celebrity who comes on there, he will not ask them any kind of question that would possibly make them uncomfortable. Mm. You know, so. Um I don't know. That makes sense.
0: That really does. I mean, it makes sense and thank you for sharing that kind of like insider or you know your thoughts about that. And and to be like really I I really don't dislike him at all. I just was asked a lot about how my encounter was with him. Um, and I thought this was a good, I wanted to see what you would say. So I'm happy that, you know, my experience kind of makes sense. And it wasn't just me being insecure and feeling like, oh, you know, he doesn't like me, which like, he, do- he doesn't care, obviously, but definitely makes sense. And, you know, at the end of the day, he is super successful, and he's doing what he's doing. And um, I just think being nice to people is kind of like, the way you have to be, I just find that so important. And I wish that that was kind of a nicer experience just because, you know, I love Bravo and he's kind of the face of it, but you know,
1: next time. There's a, a, a thing that, cause Anderson Cooper and Andy go on this tour, you know, they have this tour that they go on together mm-hmm. and there's a segment on Radio Andy where Uh, they will, Anderson and Andy will talk for about 10 minutes for a show that they do. And then they will talk for about 10 minutes after. And often, so if you go on on demand, you can find it and it's these, these, these clips and it's kind of, um, it's kind of shows Anderson in really not the best light in the whole world. And so I'm not really sure why he continues to do them. It kind of shows that even Anderson can be kind of uh, an a-hole mm. and, you know, that he's very demanding. But at the same time, it also shows you how Andy uh, still kisses up to Anderson because he considers Anderson, I think, maybe higher on the list mm. and, you know, a, a Vanderbilt. And that's something that that means a lot to Andy. Um, but, yeah so but and then you'll hear andy talk about you know anderson and andy once went on a on a date and anderson yeah so it lasted for five seconds because he could tell that he didn't like andy and he didn't like andy i think as a as a person at that point um and it's kind of you know slowly changed
0: and we're going to take a break real quick and be right back So do you watch the The Kardashians? That's another reality show that I mean, let's be like honest, there it's not like the most interesting. It's probably also a lot scripted, but I just have to. It's one of those things I have to check off. I have to know what's going on. Um, do you feel that way at all?
1: Well, I mean, I know that you're a huge Courtney fan. Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> I know, I know. Jealous. Mm-hmm.
1: That enough. Enough. That's it. We're done. I have watched um more more of it than than I probably should have. I, I guess I'm probably I don't know, in the actual show, maybe two seasons behind or something like that because I feel as if I kind of live it every day because mm-hmm. I'm talking about it or writing about it, and I don't really need to actually see it. And also, it's come to the point now where I kind of know what's gonna be on before it's even on. Right. so I
0: mean, but you and everyone else, like this isn't this isn't like you know, the show is filmed for the 10 freaking episodes that come out are filmed for a year, you know? So obviously by the point that it comes out, we know what's happened and it's not a lot of things. So like we know the Jordan and Tristan scandal is going to be on the season and we know that it's probably going to be on the last episode in the last five minutes and they're going to make us make us wait a whole season of like just drawn out like staged conversations over salad and tea to get to that. And probably I promise you it'll say to be continued at the end and we're not going to get, you know, the real, uh, behind the scenes of, of the drama. Do you, do, what was it like for you during, uh, the time of the Tristan and Jordan scandal? Do you have a lot of leads coming in? Like what were your days? Crazy? Well, no, here,
1: no, but here's my thing is that <clears throat> I don't think that, um, Like, sorry, I'm losing my voice. So, Mm -hmm. Chloe, I mean, this is the, this was my problem with Chloe, is that for, I guess, two years or whatever, I mean, I've been writing, Tristan's cheating on you, Tristan's cheating on you, the entire world.
0: Oh, you were? Okay, well, tell tell me. So, you were writing as a blind?
1: Well, a blinds, and then I would reveal it. I mean, I have no problems revealing because Tristan was cheating on her constantly. And the thing is, she knew Tristan was cheating on her, the entire world. This is not a secret. Everybody in the entire world, knew that Tristan was cheating on her. And then she took him
0: You're saying even before I'm sorry, even before the first photos? Oh, like yeah. before oh, Jordan. Yeah.
1: No, before Jordan, before the first time that she she broke up with him well broke up with him because remember
0: when he induced her labor, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. So okay. So before that, before and then obviously, you know, when she was pregnant he was cheating on her, and that was kind of public knowledge. And then you know, she finally kind of maybe takes him back a little bit, but this whole NBA season he was cheating on her. And then it finally, okay, so Jordan is the tipping point. And then she said, you know, Jordan, um, you know, thanks for breaking, thanks for splitting us up or whatever. And the entire, the entire world jumped down Chloe's throat and she goes, oh, well, I, I didn't mean it like that. It's not Jordan's fault. But you know what she did mean—that it was Jordan's fault. The, the problem is, is that the entire world jumped on, you know, took Jordan's side on this kind of thing and said, "Chloe, you're an idiot," because we all know that Tristan's been cheating on you, and you can't blame it on Jordan. But the the reason that she wanted to do that was for the storyline. And the problem that I have with the the Kardashian show is that they—what
0: do you mean? Can you can you just delve deep deep into that for a minute? You're saying that the reason Chloe. Was retaliating against Jordan, kind of blaming her on like Twitter and stuff was for the show.
1: I, I think that she was going for that angle, like mm. because everything's talked about, you know, with Chris. So, okay, we're going to blame Jordan. And what the, the problem with the Kardashian show and what you've kind of talked about it, is it's, you know, they film it for forever trying to to get something. And what they do, and they've done it all the way back since um, the Chris Humphreys split, is they find something whatever it is that they can latch to And then they go back and they reshoot. Mm-hmm. And then they turn that into the story. Right.
0: Because we know just time-wise that they had finished shooting the the this season. And when the drama happened, they shot that. And more than that, they made the whole freaking trailer for the season just about that drama and that scandal where it wasn't even shot for the whole year, 10 months. So that was, you know what? That was when I started seeing what everyone was talking about, which was like, okay, Amanda, late to the game. But, you know, I've always been like, you know, stop hating on the Kardashians. It's a freaking show and like, blah, blah, blah. But then when this happened and I saw the trailer and the trailer was so exploiting of that uh, moment and of fucking Chloe's life, um, I kind of... Understood what everyone is talking about, how the Kardashians does it in a more extreme way. Like that every reality show kind of does it, but the Kardashians do it even more so. And that's when I kind of saw that. And I was like, oh, I, I see that now. What everyone's talking about, that it's so manipulated, that it's so orchestrated to fit their like, you know, the the, the show, um, that I was disappointed. Cause you know, Chloe this is real life. Like she was fucking hurt. And for that to be like her crying, you know, like crazy, be like the face of this season. And it's just like, it seems like just kind of sad. Yeah.
1: Well, so let's talk about that. So we know that the entire world knows that Tristan cheated on her while she was pregnant. Right. So then they basically separate and he stays in Cleveland. I don't even know if she went, I think maybe she went to Cleveland one time, right. The whole, the whole year. So here's the thing. So Tristan comes back. They haven't seen each other in months and months and months. Okay? So he comes back because the All-Star Game is in L.A. So he comes back, and on Thursday night, they go out. Okay? And then on Friday night, and let's not forget that this was Valentine's Day weekend. Okay? So he has not seen her, but yet he sees her one kind of night when he, uh, during the middle of the week, during the beginning of the week, he, he was out cheating on her before. So, like, I think it was Monday night or something. They go out to dinner on Wednesday or Thursday night. And then he's out partying on Friday night and Saturday night. And then finally, I think Jordan was on a Sunday night. And he's cheating every single night. But then the Jordan night, then all of a sudden she's like, Jordan, it's your fault that we're splitting. But he didn't spend any time with Chloe other than that one dinner. And remember, he hasn't seen her in months and months and months. And they're supposedly together. Together, yeah. Okay. But they weren't together. They haven't been together. She made it seem like they were together, but they weren't. Because there is no way on this earth that if you're with somebody and and you haven't seen them in, in three or four months and you have a child together, that you're going to spend one dinner together the entire week that he's here.
0: And then he's going to, like, party for, like, days on end.
1: Exactly. 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 So they were not together. So what happened was when Jordan got caught, they said, oh my gosh, this is our season. Now, even though Chloe has, you know, they aren't together, we can use this and this will be our hook. Because have you ever, and honestly, think about this as uh, objectively, in every single relationship, and every single season, whether it's, you know, Chloe and Courtney, take Miami, Lamar and Chloe, whoever, have you ever seen any relationship on the show where um, any of the Kardashian daughters or Jenner daughters were to blame for the end of a relationship.
0: No, you're right. No.
1: None. So you're telling me that in all the relationships and there's been dozens and dozens and dozens, none of them, not one has been because of them. It has all been because of the guys.
0: (sighs) You know, the, the thing this makes me sad for is Jordan kind of, you know, that if this is true and this was all like, not that she didn't do it, and it's fucked up to Kylie and whatever. But even from right. even when this was all happening, you know, I was just like, Tristan is the fucking a hole. You know, he's the douche lord. He's the cheater. He's the awful dude. The fact that Jordan did this is is you know she she could have respected her friendship with Kylie and with the family more, but she, he wasn't the face of this. Like I, you didn't see his pictures plastered over Instagram. You know, you didn't see, you know, it was just like, yeah, he cheats. He's a cheater. He's whatever. And like Jordan is to blame. So, you know, on one hand, I kind of feel bad for him. On the other hand, like, I know this sounds kind of, you know, cynical, but she is kind of monetizing that. And her followers went up she by freaking a million. I think the last time I checked, she went up by a million followers and, you know, is getting brand deals and things. So I don't know if it was worth it for her, but <laughs> it might have been.
1: Oh, I'm sure it was worth it for her. Yeah. And, you know, I, I mean, she was not going to ever step out of being anything other than Kylie's friend. And you never know when the Kylie friendship is going to end, True. you know, so... And, you know, I, I was just trying to, to go back in my mind. The only time I can ever think of a Kardashian slightly in the wrong was when Rob and um, what's her face? Uh, Adrian Bell. Oh, no. The first one. That, that, yeah. So kind of because she suggested that he had been cheating on her, but they don't really actually come out and say it. But that was the only time in all of the history of every relationship that maybe a, a Kardashian was at fault. Mm. And they kind of, you know, rug swept that. So it's just this this constant manipulations, this constant okay. Let's come up with a storyline. Let's okay. We'll have Kendall. You know, you know. We'll kind of try and find some boyfriend that is believable this time. And you know, we just kind of go on from there. Wait, hey,
0: what do you think about Kendall? You think she's she's into women? It was that the insinuation? I, I, I
1: will I will say that I have a hard time. Um, you know, they, they really try hard her, to find yeah, boyfriend. Yeah, we
0: haven't seen her being intimate or like into dudes, I think,
1: ever. Never. Never. Ever.
0: Yeah. So I mean she's supposedly dating uh Ben Higgins is his name.
1: Ben Simmons, who's <laughs> a Philip. But here's the thing. <laughs> but the thing is is that people and so okay, well this isn't really going well. This is the whole Ben thing. So what we'll do is we'll make up a ridiculous thing and it'll make it seem okay. She's you know, this is this is Kendall. She's kind of and they said, Oh, she made out with French Montana. Well first of all there's no way that she would do that because Chloe and French Montana kind of have a history, right? You know, but French Montana is really, really tight with all of the Kardashians. Um, so, you know, he'll go along with it and it's just, it's just, it's so manipulated and I, I it's so I,
0: manipulated. Yeah. I hate that. I know. I could kind of want to be like, blah, 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 blah. like, I just want to like, you know, not know all of this. Um, do you ever feel like that? Like, that the more you know, you can less enjoy, like, the things that you used to kind of relish in and be kind of like, okay, this is what's happening and I'm just going to believe it as I see it and not dig
1: too deep. Well, I don't know, because I, if you think of it as a scripted show, it's fine. You know, it. Yeah. If you,
0: no, if you think about it as a scripted show, it sucks. Let's be honest. Like, if you think about it as a scripted show, then it's like, do a better job. Like, have something happen. But do you, did you ever have any... So you had the Tristan. You were, you were um, saying a bunch that he was cheating yeah, before. Sure. Did you have any other good reveals about the Kardashians?
1: Well, I mean, there's always the, the fact that Tyga never had any money and Kylie paid all the bills. Um, one of the things mm-hmm. that's really interesting that I've never... It appears if you have a child with one, then you're kind of protected, which is why you you didn't see Tristan getting hammered like you saw Jordan. You didn't see – you don't see something – Scott,
0: and you know what I talk about a lot is that I fucking think Scott is super hot, okay? I think he's funny. I think he's a character. I've always, like, liked him. But Scott – it's been insinuated. It's been kind of like on the show in the first seasons, like they broke up because of it, but like, didn't really talk about it. So like he cheated on Courtney a bunch, but But like we, but it was never spread like this. It was never, you know, no one, people freaking he's part of the family. Exactly.
1: Because they have children together. So it's kind of like this. So Travis Scott, Mm. um, there was a story that, that somebody gave me, um, I want to say it was a reporter and they had the sources. They had three, I think, but they just decided not to run it because Chris Jenner came down on them hard. OK, so they gave it to me. And the story goes like this. So Travis Scott has women that come over. He takes their their cell phones. He deposits them in a basket and he has them all put on uh, wife beater shirts. And then they go into this bedroom where he has a multi-level bed and then they'll have sex. Um, so <gasps> but here's the thing. Is that this? This was like hammered down hard by Christian because of the fact that Travis Scott is part of the family because they have a child together. Okay. Um, so he is exempt from, if it was anybody else, they'd be okay. You know, this guy, he's horrible. We got to get rid of him. We'll make him part of the storyline, but they can't because you know they have a child together now regardless of the fact that the child was a result of a one-night stand.
0: Wait, hold up. What, what, what? <laughs> the child was a result of a one-night stand?
1: Yeah. So the first night they met, they hooked up. It was unprotected. She got pregnant.
0: And, okay. And they stayed together.
1: They were not together. for. And then when she found out that she was pregnant, they got back together. And if you do the math on when the baby was born, I mean, it works out to exactly that out. day. Exactly that day.
0: You know what? But doesn't it say, okay, I get... Protecting the children, like okay, which you know, should make us a little like you know happier or more believing in the Kardashians that at least they care about protecting the children. It's not about protecting the
1: well; it is, but it's also protecting that they don't want the children to see their parents being trashed. Mm. that's what it is so that's why you won't see travis being trashed even though you know he's the biggest stoner in the world he misses shows he cheats on her you won't see that
0: and you know what i'm sorry this is unrelated i don't get him i've seen him they brought him out at some show that i was out and i don't get it i'm like am i missing something the dude's running around like legit running around the stage and just like screaming things and i don't get the music at all um yeah, that's, I mean, I don't get why women are staying in these situations. Like, why freaking stay with him? You're Kylie Jenner. You don't need a no man. Definitely, you don't need that piece of shit if he's cheating on you. Like, fuck, why?
1: Yeah, I, they they do, though. So, but you don't see him getting trash. You don't see Scott getting trash because they have kids together. You don't see Tristan getting trash because they have kids together, right? There's, there's I mean, Tristan should be hung out to dry and instead they're saying, let's take Jordan out instead. Um, and and, th- and that's why the entire world came down on Chloe. And then she had to, to pull it back.
0: Listen, Tristan induced her labor. Like, I don't give a shit about the Jordan thing. Like, to go back to that, like, her labor was induced that day right. or something, right? You know what I mean? When that came out the first time around when he was like motorboating some chicks in New York. How was he not thrown out? You know, I remember even that uh, episode. I don't know if you saw it, but they came to the delivery room like in Cleveland, uh, the Kardashians. And I remember, you know, Chloe being like, be nice to him in the room and like, don't be mean to him. And like Kim was joking around and like doing this like slit throat movement. Like, I'm going to kill him. I'm going to kill him. And it wasn't. It should have been way more, you know, it should have been taken so much more seriously. And, you know, on these reality shows, sometimes cheating is taken so lightly. Or is it in Hollywood that cheating is taken so lightly? Like, I don't know, in my world, it's like not an acceptable thing. You know what I mean? And you see it on Vanderpump. You see it like in other places where it's like, oh, we cheated. Okay. Like cheating, cheating. It's just like happens all the time. People stay in these places. It's really sad to me.
1: It does happen all the time. I mean, in L.A., it it just it's seemingly I mean, every seemingly everybody cheats Seemingly
0: everyone cheats because there's so much like distraction and just so much.
1: Well, I mean, if you think about like Vanderpump, of course, it's going to happen, you know, because they're most well, they're getting older now. But I mean, you know, you're you're working, you know, in a in a night spot. There's always drinking. You're always hanging out at two o'clock in the morning after you get off work. Um, yeah. You know, waiters and waitresses have been hooking up since the beginning of time. Right. So and they they run through relationships. They find somebody different. I mean, that's that to me is not unusual. And then when you have uh, relationships between um, actors and actresses and they're going to sets and they're leaving their their significant other for four months while they go film overseas and they're having, you know, love mm. scenes with somebody else or they're, right. you know, it, it's just it's too easy and Wait, which brings
0: me—I think—weren't you the first to kind of reveal the the Angelina and Brad?
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Tell us a little bit about that. I know we're 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 gonna go from like D list to A list, but yeah, but you do a lot about you know actual Hollywood actors and actresses, and that was a pretty big 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 reveal. I mean, that was fucking huge.
1: Yeah, I mean, they uh, there's so many. A-listers, you think that just because they're an A-lister that they they don't cheat or something like that. And, and that's just not the case. And, you know, Angelina, you know, if you look at the history of Angelina Jolie, right? I mean, it's basically every single guy from the time that she took her stepfather away from her mother, she's she's taken guys away from somebody else, right? So she takes her stepfather away from her mother, hooks up with him. She takes away...
0: That I didn't know. You're dropping bombs. She took her stepfather away from her mother, and 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 was with him romantically.
1: Oh yeah, she slept with him, and then she
0: Billy Bob. She took away from
1: um, Laura Dern, but it gets Timothy Hutton. She took away from um, whoever I forget who Timothy Hutton was with at the time, and people forget that she's got a Timothy Hutton tattoo. I mean, that was uh, you know the love of her life, and she took him away from. Um, uh, a woman. And then she took Billy Bob away. She took Brad Pitt away. You know, it just, it, it just goes on and on every single, you know, relationship that she's had. She, when she's had relationships with women, she's taken them away from, from other women. It's just, she is just, can
0: you in any way, and I don't know if you can, cause I'm sure it's like top secret, but do you get these leads? Like, are you going out and reporting? Like, how are you getting this Intel?
1: Well, Angelina's pretty buttoned up. It's really kind of tough to get stuff about her necessarily, but you can get stuff from the other side, maybe like Brad or how he enjoys. I mean, he's got a thing right now for UK reality stars, blonde UK reality stars. So um, that's kind of his thing. And, you know, you'll hear stuff from his side more than you will from hers. She, she locks down. When you say
0: beach. you'll hear stuff. You say you'll hear stuff. Like you're get you get, you just get, you, I mean, no, obviously you're not revealing your sources, but you just have sources and they come to you and you validate. Tell me just a little bit about that process. Like, do you leave them as blinds just for people to guess? Is there a reason they're blinds at the beginning and not revealed right away?
1: Yeah. I mean, I will generally, well, I never, re- I never reveal anybody if it's going to out somebody. So that's number one. Number two is there are You know, I'll probably do 14 or 15 blinds a day. And a lot of them are totally innocuous or they're just, you know, they're more of a crossword puzzle, try to kind of clue. I mean, there's a little bit of gossip in there, which is nice. And then I generally will reveal those about a week later. However, but there's some that um, I'm waiting for an event to happen. So maybe it'll take two or three weeks. And then um, I generally write one big, juicy kind of blind a day. And those for the most part, I will reveal either on January 1st for the prior six months or July 4th for the prior six months. And then,
0: wow, that's a long wait.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, they're huge, you know? And so on January 1st, there'll be, you know, it's basically 10 hours straight of reveals. So one every 15 minutes. So it'll generally be 40 or 50 of these big ones and the same on the 4th of July. And then on black Friday, Um, anyone that I did not get to in the previous six months or anything throughout the history of the site, that's really, really big. Then I generally do about 20 or 30 of those on black Friday. So, Oh, wow.
0: Are there any things that you reveal right away and you just like, are like this happened or are they always a blind to begin with?
1: I mean, I, I used to just write, would write gossip and then people are like, well, we'd like the blind. So last week when I wrote about, um, I was two days ahead of the, the Anna Camp Skylar Aston divorce. You know, I I wrote it and I said, I, I in fact, I, I made an extra post that day because I thought the news was maybe going to come out later that day. And it didn't come out for, I think, a day and a half or something after I wrote it. Um, you know, so that I didn't make people wait a week. I just did it a day and a half later. Um, I'm trying to because remember.
0: Because like, you kind of like, that's your thing to get it before the news sources say it. So like, you want to be ahead of the, of the, of them.
1: Correct. I'm assuming, Yeah. So i like to be ahead of them, but I don't necessarily need to, to, to reveal like people magazine quote unquote broke the story about, you know, uh, Skylar and Anna divorcing and everybody's like, no, you didn't really because you know, auntie had it two days ago. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah,
0: I've seen a lot of people kind of do that on on Twitter, which is cool. Right. You have like this like army of, <laughs> of aunties uh, being like, well, auntie revealed it first. Right.
1: Yeah. You know, and, and that's-, oh, yeah.
0: that's nice. Yeah, it is. And it,
1: it just, and I don't usually respond too much. What I care about is if somebody say, like, uh, Us Weekly says, "Oh, exclusive, this happened," and I'll go, "Okay." And I don't remember exactly what it was, but I mean, I had revealed it a month earlier, and it wasn't just me. There was, oh, I know what it was. It was one of the, the some guy who wrote a book about the John Ren- John Bonnet Ramsey case or something like that. Um, he got arrested for pedophilia or child porn or something like that. And I had written a blind about him being arrested. And then I revealed it. And there's a website called Web Sleuth or whatever that had done a bunch of information. And then two or three months later, and it might have been Radar and not us. So I apologize. Maybe it was Radar. And they go, exclusive. So-and-so was arrested. And everybody's like, okay, hold on. How can this be exclusive? And why are you guys saying that you're the first it when literally it's been out for three months? And, you know, it, that's the kind of thing that where I will actually make a comment is because I just I find that really annoying and I find it distasteful
0: but there's nothing like legal you can do about it or anything like
1: yeah i don't yeah.
0: care and 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 legality and in, in, in terms of your stuff like you've never encountered anything where people come to you and they're like how dare you or oh, i'm going to sue you or something like that if you reveal shit about them
1: no, I mean, I get angry emails all the time, but, but, but I, I actually, I take that back. I used to get a lot more and then publicist finally just said, you know, we're not going to change his mind. He's not like people magazine where he doesn't care about access. And I don't, I, I, you know, unlike you, I'm not going to ever get invited to a Bravo day. Um, I'm not, I'm not, I, I, about 10 years ago, I stopped getting invited to premieres or any press event days or anything like that. And, you know, I don't really care because I'm not in it for the access. I, I, I can go see celebrities all I want and I can, you know, do that. I don't need access. I don't need to take a selfie and say, oh, my gosh, Brad it's my best friend. You know, when he's not, he's just doing an interview because it's part of his job. So, yeah. you know, and. I just, I don't need that kind of validation in my life where I need to take a picture with somebody to to make myself feel better. (laughs) That's okay.
0: (laughs) No, I mean, I I get it. You're doing your thing and you have your website and your podcast and your Instagram. And I mean, your household name and and listen, I could keep talking to you for 17 hours because like, I just feel like we didn't even get to the tip of like everything you do. Um, so we'll definitely have to do this again.
1: That would be great. Right
0: um, but tell people that are listening like where they can find you and like follow you and get all the all Crazy. the
1: juicy bits. Crazydaysandnights.net seven days a week, every single day, 365 days a year, even on Christmas I post. And then uh, at NT Lawyer for Instagram and Twitter and then patreon.com backslash NT Lawyer for the podcast
0: amazing thank you so much for doing this i'm literally my joy to pick it off the table like three times thank you when you said things like nonchalantly i was like wait what <laughs> so thank you guys guys for listening i hope you enjoyed uh this episode uh with nt lawyer um i've been uh, amanda from not skinny but not fat uh there will be a new episode every tuesday as you probably know i hope you enjoyed this one i definitely have Please do rate and review us on Apple Podcasts if you uh, love, which you probably do, um, the podcast. And uh, I want to thank my producer and editor from the Podglomerate as well as uh, Enti Lawyer for joining us on this episode and uh, you guys for tuning in. So love you. See you next time. The Podglomerate
1: a sonic universe.